It's time for the big three. Three stocks, three charts, three trades. Ben Lichtenstein will take us through the charts. And here to take us through the trades is a gentleman who knows this place like the back of his hand, Sarge Stephen Gilfoyle, founder and president at Sarge 986. You've spent a lifetime here on the floor. I know we'll see you back soon at some point. Great to see you both this morning. Thanks so much for being here. So, Sarge, let's start off with your first name that you're taking a look at, and that's Civitas, C-I-V-I, -I, in the energy realm. Take a look at that one for us. All right, Civitas Resources is a name I've given to you guys in the past, about two months ago, I think. Uh, it's a Denver, Colorado-based mid-cap, carbon-neutral oil and gas production company operating out of the Denver-Julesburg Basin. First quarter, they did well, adjusted EPS of 251 on revenue, of about 817 million, which is up a thousand percent year over year and about 60 percent sequentially. Both were beats. Trades are only five times forward earnings, and for a for a smallish mid-cap stock, it pays a dividend yield of 2.25 percent. So it's not that bad. The target price they gave you in March was 70 dollars. As you can see, it traded above that. I think it's trading at 73 and change right now. It broke out of a flat base. Now it's it's moving into an upward-looking trend. You might want to call. I threw a dangerous pitchfork on the chart for you. Uh, I don't know how long that holds. Uh, first resistance was $67 upon the breakout. That's my pivot right now. Uh, this has created a, a sort of a flagpole effect that I'm expecting, but has not yet produced a bull flag. Uh, currently, I'm working off that $67 level as a pivot with an $80 price tag, uh, price target, and a panic level of $60, which is up from $44 that I gave you in March. Mm -hmm. And by the way, the minute I saw the list that you gave us, I was wondering if these were actually the same exact three that you had given us in March. Um, you know, with, with Civitas, it's very evident here that that's been a clear winner when we take a look at the from March. As you said, you had that $70 target. It was up at 74 Ben, take a look at the chart for us, please. Uh, this is the kind of chart that gets me fired up. Sarge, Nicole, I'm glad you guys picked this stock. And uh, when I take a look at CVI, actually, this one caught my attention yesterday. I was just kind of scrolling through the stocks that were making New Year high prints, and CVI was at the top of the list there. You can see uh, we are in a vertical phase in multiple time frames here. That is very bullish in many ways. And as Sarge mentioned, since the last time we talked about the stock, we're up over 10 bucks. Take a look here. CVI to the upside. This is the five-minute time frame. Just the move we seen this week from 64 to 74 a significant run up here now I took a step back and I went ahead and looked at the hourly time frame I mentioned we're in a vertical phase here I just want to point out the high conviction breakout that we're seeing up and through the 68 70 dollar level and how again the move that well we just recently looked at the move this week from 64 to 74 just part of the bigger picture move we've seen from 56 when we bottomed out at the beginning of this month so a significant run up here take a look breaking out of a range that we we've been and you can see well-defined migration of value to the upside and again I just want to stress the high conviction uh, aspect associated with this kind of price activity as of recent relative to the more overlapping rotational just kind of sideways uh, low conviction kind of atmosphere that we had been in as we're breaking out of that right now take a quick step back again from this uh, daily time frame just want to point out here as we look at the weekly or I'm sorry the hourly into the daily this is what I think we should watch here these green candles that we're seeing bulls want to see this continue higher highs and higher lows uh, again it just the last time we were up vertical like this it kind of reminds me of the move up that we saw back in April last year up and through the $37 level so you can see where we've gone from there since this is a uh, again I can't stress enough a high conviction move a breakout to the upside in a market that's been trending higher so basically everything's falling in line here for CIVI
Yeah, I think that's great charting there, Ben. I mean, showing us both these uptrends and and particularly even the most recent uh, one where it's breaking out at this point. And so, hey, if it's anything like last April, I mean, mm -hmm. we'll take it, right? Because we had such a nice run. So, Sarge, uh, your final thoughts here on Civitas, which has really been a great performer. Yeah, I think what makes this so attractive is that it's carbon neutral. It's an oil and gas company, but it's carbon neutral, so it pleases everybody. It pleases the ESG crowd, and it pleases the old guys like me that weren't so sensitive right. to that a few years ago but and still are in that mindset. So I think there's really no reason to not be interested in this stock for any yeah. you know, ethical reason. Okay. And it got Ben fired up. I don't know <laughs> if you caught that one. Okay, let's get to the next. I'm paying attention. So um, let's get to the next name. And looking here at Levent, tell me a little bit about this one, LTHM. Sarge? It's a lithium company. There's not, there's not enough, enough lithium anywhere. They're going to have to dig into Argentina and save that economy to find more. This is a Philadelphia-based mid-cap provider of lithium for batteries, specialty polymers, and chemical applications. First quarter results, uh, GAAP EPS of $0.28, cents, revenue of $143.5 million, both beats. Revenue growth was 56.5%. They raised 2022 guidance. Revenue is now expected at $755 million to $835 million, which up from prior guidance of much lower. Now the guidance looks about 89.1% growth at the midpoint from last year. All right. When you look at the chart, I'm really not sure if I'm looking at a still developing cup pattern with really a double hitch or two handles or if it's if, or if it's well, if it's really a still developing cup pattern that is yet to complete, I should say, or a double hitch cup and handle pattern. All right. If it's a double hitch, which is what I think it is, my pivot will be twenty nine and a half. Uh, if it's under construction, you go to the left side of the chart, which would put the place a pivot at thirty three. But that's not what I'm going with. My target price is $35, up from, I don't know why I gave you $27.81 back in March, but I did. Uh, my pivot, as I said, is $29.50, up from $23.12. And my panic point, I'm raising to $25, up from $19, which would be a break of both the 50- and 200-day SMAs. Uh, so I was right that you did have all three of these exact names in March. Is that right, Sarah? Uh, the first these two are exact I did. Names? Northrop is an older name. Uh, Northrop's from, I think, last yeah. year. So. But you had a name in aerospace and defense. But you did yeah, have a name with aerospace. aerospace. What was it? I what was it? Do you remember, Sarge? Yes. I don't yeah. know what month, but... But uh, uh, it was all the right. third stock in March. Okay. It wasn't this well, plus, we thank him. We thank you always for your service, Sarge. Ben, take a look here at Levent. When we look at the world of lithium, specialty chemicals, what do you think of the stock? He, he hit the nail on the head on this one. He did. I think, though, this one's kind of a little bit less in terms of high conviction to the upside. It's a little bit more mm -hmm. kind of stuck in a bit of a range here. Let's just dive right in. The hourly sort of says it all. And while we're testing the upper extreme of that range right now, up around the $30 levels, we take a step back from the intraday look here. You're going to notice that, well, you can see we still have yet to take out that 33 high, that level we saw back in November of last year. And again, this daily time frame just sort of shows that overlapping rotational aspect associated with, uh, you know, again, that less uh, directional, less high conviction type price activity in terms of what we were just looking at a second ago. Now, I do want to point out in terms of Livian, we always talk about these areas of consolidation, these ranges that we establish. There's a couple things to take note of here. Again, the well-defined upper extreme, 33, that's what the bulls want to take out. The lower extreme where we found support around 19. But I also talk about the middle of the range here. And as we work our way through the middle after a failed attempt at the lower extreme, in a market that's been trending higher, in theory, you open up a door for a retest of the upper extreme. Now, I say trending 
trending higher. We're looking at the daily, and you can see it's in sideways consolidation, so limited as far as real directional conviction right now. But again, through the middle of this, it could build momentum and eventually could get to those levels Sarge is looking for. And when I say trend higher, that's what you need to do is just take a step back into the weekly. You'll see basically we bottomed out. Pandemic lows were down around $4, just below in Livian. And take a look all the way up to 33 recently. So that's the next hurdle to get up above. But you can see, again, support around this 1920 level, this well-defined range that we're forming and how we're kind of just tipping the scales here right now. Sarge, I'd never heard of a double cup and handle pattern, but no matter what it is or what you want to call it, we are forming a bottom on this one. And we have established a bit of a lower extreme here around this $20 level. Basically, we're talking since last fall. Yeah, right. I think so, I, I mean, that's that, at sure. least part of it. I mean, let me jump in here and just say, Ben, that's something that you always look for to, to at least establish the bottom. Yes. So while it might not have as much conviction yes. to the upside as our prior look here at, at Civi, um, it does at least have half half of the recipe. Um, just a quick final thought here on Levent before we get to Northrop Grumman, Sarge. Uh, I, I think that investors, and these are investors, not traders, I think you want to be long lithium going forward. Uh, the blue chip name in the space is Albemarle. There's nothing wrong with that name. The really only other name other than Levant is uh, Lithium America, which I think Levant is a better, more profitable company than that one. So this is my choice. Mm -hmm. Okay. Last but not least, looking here at Northrop Grumman. Tell us a little bit about this one, Sarge. All right. Everybody knows who Northrop Grumman is. Major defense contractor designing, producing missile products, including advanced high-speed propulsion systems, fuses, warheads, and controls for air, sea, and land-based systems, including navigation. First quarter results weren't that great. Adjusted EPS was six dollars and ten cents. Revenue of eight point eight billion, which was actually a contraction year over year and a miss. Uh, this one, along with Lockheed Martin, Raytheon Technologies, General Dynamics, are beneficiaries of the Russia-Ukraine war and the NATO expansion. So I'm long all of them. Uh, as far as right. this one goes, you see a succession of events. We have last November through this February, we have a cup with handle. This produced a flagpole breakout, which produced a bear flag, which now in the most recent March through late May section, you'll see is an ascending triangle. I am using the top of that ascending triangle as my, as my pivot point, $477. My target price is $572 and my panic point is $417, which would be an 8% discount off of the 50-day SMA. Okay. All right. Uh, ben? Well, I'm seeing uh, another one, much like uh, Liviant, that's in a bit of sideways consolidation that's working its way up through the middle of that range. So, again, potentially opening up a door for a retest of that $490, uh, $491 level. As we take a look at the 60-minute time frame, you can see, again, a well-defined upper extreme, very similarly to what we talked about in terms of ticker symbol LTHM and how we are uh, have established a lower extreme. Again, 420, we'll call it to the downside, 490 to the upside through the middle around this 450, 460 area opening up a door for as Sarge is looking for a retest this upper extreme potentially a breakout now again Nicole in terms of uh, what you were just talking about yes I like to look for a bottom to establish I like to look for a stock to take out some key areas that were established on the way down as it works its way off that lower extreme in that bottom but eventually you need a breakout right that's what the bulls are looking for here you can see three well-defined areas of migration or three well-defined areas of value the migration to the upside, trend environment higher here. So again, as long as we hold up above 380, I think it is down here, the middle of this range of number two, 
this one still looks like the working assumption that this market's trending higher remains uh, a valid one. I just want to point out here as you take another step back, look at the weekly time frame. You know, long time ago, back in the trading floor days, my floor days, you guys, uh, at the CME, I was told that the stock market was designed to generate wealth. In this instance, NOC has, you can see, a very well-defined trend of the upside, holding the upper extreme uh, of recent price activity. And, and again, the bulls are looking for conviction here, a breakout, follow-through, higher highs and higher lows, and then a new area of value to form at a higher level. A breakout isn't as significant as, as it may seem. You really want to see that value form at a new higher level. That continues the trend, basically. Right. Understood. Thank you for that, Ben. And, and we'll watch that 572 target, Sarge, as, as on the long end. Um, that being said, Sarge, you know, we just had a great conversation in the prior segment, whether or not what we've seen in the market is a correction or is it a real trend change and is it a bear market? What do you think, Sarge? Well, I think short term, about two weeks ago, we reached a level where we started to trade sideways. So everyone's been talking about a tradable bottom. We have our tradable bottom. It's more of a trader's market than an investor's market till we know for sure. So that's how I position myself. I am cashy. I am maybe maybe I'm more much more defensive than I had been until a couple of months ago. Uh, in what I'm willing to stay long into, let's say, a three-day weekend like we have this week. Uh, otherwise, you know, I, I'm like a center in basketball. I pass it out to the guard. I pass it out to the forward. I stay in the middle. This way, at, at night and on weekends, I have more cash than I probably ever would have a couple of years ago just because I'm playing it safe until I know for sure. Right. Uh, you know, Ben, you want to give me 10 seconds? What are you hearing? Are you hearing more correction or more bear market? You know, Nicole, we've talked about how this market has struggled to get anything going to the upside. So as Sarge mentioned, we are trying to establish a bit of a bottom off those all uh, New Year low prints that we saw last week. But I think the unfortunate situation is while investors' concerns have eased temporarily, it seems like the headwinds that we've seen since the beginning of the year remain. We're talking prices at the pump, uh, rates at these upper levels, and just uncertainty uh, globally in many ways, China, geopolitics as well. So the headwinds that's are still there. Right. That's a good point. Yeah, the uncertainty is, is a big one as well. It's great to see you both. Sarge, I'm sure you'll go to that great air show this weekend or at least hear about it in Long Island. So if you do, good luck with that. Nice to see you both. Thank you very much. Sarge, Stephen Gilfoyle, Sarge 986, and Ben Lichtenstein. Thank you both for being here.